Welcome back to another edition of Fat Boys Fantasy. You got the double B's here, Bo and Brant, uh, coming at you for week 15, second round of the playoffs. Hope all you guys won, moved on. I know in the only league I'm in, I moved on. How about you, Bo? How did you fare? Uh, I, uh, I had a bye week in one week, so I moved on in that one. Good, good. And uh, in the other league, the big money league, I... Uh, had my best week of the season, so we uh, we rolled strong in that one That's as well. That's good. Team hitting on all cylinders all at the cylinders. right time. Minus the zero that I got from Devontae Parker. But you still won. Still won. We'll talk about Devontae Parker here in a little bit. Yes, we will. Um, real quick, before we get into the big performers of the week, I've got a light of fire under you here, Walker. What was the hot take last week? To sit Leonard Fournette. This week, you're going to start Leonard Fournette. Very high possibility. Ronald Jones is out, possibly out with finger surgery. We are starting Leonard Fournette this week. Fire him up. Walker loves him this week. I still hate Leonard Fournette. But, yes, the uh, surgery he's getting is the same thing as Chris Godwin had earlier in the year that took him out for one game. Uh, Leonard Fournette could be a good start this week. Uh, just remember, there's another guy that was active this week. You may not have seen him. Uh, a guy named LaShawn McCoy who was active over Leonard Fournette this week. True, yes. It's, there's a possibility that Didn't see the field that I know of. Either way, just to get under your skin a little bit, we're firing up Fournette. I'm so not. I'm going to I'm gonna run us real quick through our big performers of the week. Is Leonard Fournette up there? Uh, Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette. Uh, no, his name is not on the list. Oh, okay. Uh, number three from your quarterback position, Baker Mayfield. Uh, another strong performance from Baker. 343 yards passing, two touchdowns, 23 yards on the ground with one score. Number two, Aaron Rodgers, 290 yards passing, three touchdowns, 13 rushing yards, one touchdown. Number one, this guy is a running back, not sure why he's on here, uh, Lamar Jackson, 163 yards passing, one touchdown, 124 yards rushing, two scores. Before you move on to the running backs, I want to throw a name or two names out here that were in the top six this week. Drew Locke was at number five with a phenomenal week this week. Mitch Trubisky, yes. Mitch Trubisky was the number six quarterback in fantasy this week. Crazy to see. Who but, was the number four since you're going to bring up uh, Number four was Tua. Tua! Your boy Tua was the number four, uh, which is a uh, very good game for them. Um, that's back-to-back weeks that Mitch Trubisky has been somewhat relevant in the fantasy world. I do want to put that out. If you've been, if he's on your waivers, you may want to take a peek at him if you need a quarterback. I know I do. I, I do believe that I think we said a couple weeks back that – we both agreed Mitch Trubisky makes fantasy impact bigger in Chicago than Nick Foles does. So that's good to see Mitch coming back looking good. Uh, your top three running backs, Miles Sanders, 115 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions, 21 yards. Somebody benched him. Everybody that's been riding him all year, hopefully you didn't randomly sit him just one time. Uh, Jonathan Taylor at number two, 150 yards rushing, two touchdowns, two receptions for 15 yards. Uh, number one, Derrick Henry. 215 massive yards on the ground, two touchdowns, uh, two receptions for seven yards. And he did it so quietly. Like During the day, you didn't hear a whole lot about yeah, Derrick Henry. It he was just out there doing Derrick Henry things, just being the king of running. And that very well could be why it's not groundbreaking news anymore because it's just something that we're accustomed to. Number uh, number five, or sorry, number six was Mike Davis just putting it out there. He did move back into the top ten for the first time in a while. And it looks like CMC might miss another week. CMC did practice today in yes. a limited fashion. Uh, I'm sure the Panthers aren't going to rush him out there. Uh, it is a, They do have a Saturday game this week, uh, so a little bit of a somewhat, somewhat short week to get CMC back. I know CMC does want to play. Um, the top three run, uh, wide receivers at number three had Calvin Ridley, eight receptions, 124 yards, one tutty. 
Number two, Allen Robinson. Thank you, Mitch Trubisky. Nine receptions, 123 yards, one touchdown. And number one, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Ten receptions, 130 yards, one touchdown. Another name right there in the top uh, was he one two three four five six and the, and the sixth spot is uh, one of our welcome back candidates from last week, Mr. T. Y. Hills, back up there in the top ten, looking good, looking good, and he's going to do it again this week. He is. He gets the Texans again. He's been roasting the Texans his whole career. Absolutely. Uh, your top three tight ends: number three, Irv Smith Jr. There in Minnesota, four receptions, sixty three yards, one touchdown. Number two, Mike get sicky with it, Mike Jacecki. Five receptions, 65 yards, two tutties. And an injury. And an injury. Uh, possibly missing some time. Number one, Travis Kelsey. Eight receptions, 136 yards, one touchdown. Nothing new with Travis. Nothing really Nothing really to say about those tight ends. You had Darren the Baller Waller there in the top five. Uh, Robert Tanyan came back. Mark Andrews, welcome back. He got up there in the top ten again. Welcome back, Mark Andrews, with another decent game out there. That's about all you get for the yeah, tight ends. Really, as a tight end, all you have to do is catch two passes for more than 20 yards, and you, you get in the top 10. So it's uh, it's nice to see Mark Andrews crack that list, even though it shouldn't have ever not been on there Correct. with correct. what he did last year. Um, let's let's move us right on along into the, the value menu again. I don't want to spend too much time on these things. Let's talk about injuries first, though. Then okay. we get into the value menus for maybe some players to – or we'll, we'll put them together for maybe some players to – I do want to spend some time going over these games again to help with playoff, playoff matchups. Absolutely. Let's put these two together right here. With the value menu, we're going to go over injuries also. So – there's really uh, Stafford got hurt this week. We saw that uh, once again. If you're desperate for a quarterback, if you've been riding the, the quarterback train, uh, Mitch Trubisky may be out there for you to stream. Uh, any other quarterbacks that you could possibly think of that might be out there? Well, if if you've been riding Matthew Stafford and need somebody, Chase Daniel is a is a a veteran that could come in and fill in admirably there. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm pretty sure they have a pretty tough matchup this week. Well, we'll get over that later. They have Tennessee, so not a favorable matchup not, for quarterback. Not a favorable, but not the worst. Um, let's go. Any running back news that really got hurt this week that you can uh, remember? Uh, Austin Eckler, I know, was questionable. Uh, with um, He missed practice today. He's a non-participant in the practice estimate. Uh, they do have a Thursday game. I think he's good to go. I would assume that you'll see him out there, but Absolutely. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see what that what that actually looks like. Absolutely. I don't see any uh, any real good waiver claims out there for your uh, running backs. Uh, Gus Edwards, if he happens to be on your waivers, possibly. So, I mean... Uh, Gus Edwards might be out there to help fill in if you had any running back I- injuries. Wide receiver injuries, we saw a bunch this week. Yes. Of some big names, Debo, done for the year. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both got hurt and banged up in the uh, uh, Chargers game. They both have early Thursday games, obviously. Devontae Parker, he got banged up. Um, do you have any receivers that maybe you could throw in that that might be out there on waivers? Uh, the, the, really, the only name that I thought was worth noting and writing down for our for my value menu play of the week uh, was Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, he's only owned in about sixty four percent of leagues. Uh, he's had over seventy percent of the snap count in all but two games this entire season, and those were the first two games of the year. And he's had. It's worth noting. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers does seem to force feed the ball into Devontae Adams quite a bit. Uh, Robert Tanyan's been getting a lot, but uh, Valdez Scantling's had four targets and all four plus targets in all but ten games this year. So he's a he's a name um, that's out there. He's unowned in a lot of leagues. Um, that if he's there, he's definitely he's a he's a home run play 
type of guy. Absolutely. Uh, I got a couple of receivers that could uh, that could help out if you're in the injury, especially if you own two of these guys and you really need some. Uh, you got Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole there for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had his best games this year with Gardner Minshew. Uh, Jacksonville came back out and said Gardner Minshew is the new starter. So that is uh, helps out Keelan Cole and also DJ Chark this week. Um, so Keelan Cole's a guy that could be out there on waivers. I got him owned in uh, 29% of the leagues. So he's, he's definitely probably out there on most waivers. Now these next two names are definitely probably out there on your waivers. You got Tyron Johnson for the Los Angeles Chargers. This is an early Thursday game. If Mike Williams and Kenan Allen both miss, Jalen Guyton and Tyron Johnson will both have to step in as the one and two. Tyron Johnson favored from both of them getting banged up this week. Tyron Johnson had uh, seven targets, six receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I know he's got a little bit of speed. I got him owned to 0% in rosters that I'm looking at here. Um, so he could be a guy you could scoop up. And if you're desperate enough to have to play him, you definitely could plug this kid in, especially if both of them miss. Especially with, with Herbert. And it, I, I believe uh, Henry may miss some time there as well, so that's even another mouth to feed. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the other receiver, slash running back, slash quarterback, slash gadget guy, slash who really knows where this guy's going to line up. He's actually been out there gadgeting it a little bit for Miami before this week. Uh, he stepped in for 71% of the snaps this week. Uh, Lynn Bowden with Devontae Parker going out. Uh, Gusecki got banged up early. Uh, he only had he had uh, two rush attempts for two yards, uh, but he also had nine targets, seven receptions for 82 yards. He was a he played in Kentucky. He started out as a receiver. And then he had to get – their quarterback got hurt. He had to become the new quarterback. This guy could actually do it all. He's done it all in Kentucky. He led the Kentucky Wild – or I think he led the SEC. I could be wrong in passing yards the year that he had to take over. Uh, this guy out there could be out there playing some trick- trickery. Could put you up some points if you're in a desperate situation to start a, uh, a desperate wide receiver. Um, yeah. You know, the, there is one other thing I want to add real quick, not to get too far off of injuries and value menu. Um Welcome to fantasy success, Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts went up against a uh, top-five defense there in New Orleans. Um, All odds pointed to him not coming out and having a good game. Uh, Eagles shouldn't have had a chance to win that game, and they did. And and Jalen Hurts really did a, a wonderful job of avoiding turnovers, um, controlling the controlling the ball, moving the ball, you know, used his legs several times, um, you know, completed several passes and had a touchdown. Um, and, and, your, and, and with Jalen Hurts in your super flex leagues, um, it definitely very valuable to go pick him up. He, he runs a lot like Lamar Jackson does. He has no fear to get out there. But he also passes a man through 30 attempts. Uh, yeah, he only completed 17, but still – 30 attempts against one of the top-rated defenses in the NFL. Uh, he gets a very favorable matchup this week, although they did just ball out this week in sacks. He gets Arizona. His speed alone could get him away from a lot of those sacks. Uh, Superflex leagues, get him started in. If you're desperate at quarterback, I know I am. I've had a lot of injuries. Um, I I'm, think I started Andy Dalton last week. I don't even remember half the time who I start in our, our league. Jalen Hurts would be a great guy to plug in. He's probably going to get you some points on the ground. Uh, he definitely is a guy that could get out there and really help your fantasy team. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. He, it was nice to see another rookie come up and, and look good this year. That's got that's got to be what quarterback rookie quarterback number eleven that's come out and twenty seven. Who knows? Probably number five that's come out and looked decent. So yeah. it, it was good to see. 
A uh, couple tight ends that got banged up, Mike Gusecki, who looks like he may be missing a game or two or possibly a little while. And Noah Fant, I'm not really sure what his injury was. Uh, I know he went out on the first drive of the game. Uh, cost a lot of people some wins. Um, so, oh, it was an illness. He went down with an illness, non-COVID. So, hopefully he gets he back next week. He should be back this week. It, it's also worth noting if you've, if you've invested in him uh, heavily this year and refused to drop him when the news broke uh, – George Kittle is is going to practice this week. Um, they're they're not saying that he'll play this week. They're actually saying he probably won't play. Uh, but George Kittle is one of those guys who's been saying he's ready to play for a few weeks. Similar to what happened with Austin Eckler putting the videos out of himself, uh, trying to get the team to put him out. So if Kittle comes out and he's able to put together some good good uh, practice time and can prove that, that foot's healthy, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see the Niners activate him for this week. So keep your eye on that if you all enjoy it. Absolutely. Team. If he's out there, I know a lot of people dropped him because they didn't think he was going to be ready for the season. If he's out there, he's number one waiver claim because guess what? If he doesn't play this week and you happen to make that championship week, you get a top five tight end almost locked into your lineup just by going up to pick George Kittle. And if you don't already have Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey <laughs> – uh, it's it's somebody you're going to get. And if, if you're in a championship, it's going to help put you over the top if you pick him up off of waivers. Absolutely. Or if you sat there all year with him on your IR. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's just get right into it. Let's get into these games. Let's dissect them a little bit. Let's help people get this week ready again for playoff matchups. Um, let's try to spend a little bit more time on each game instead yeah. of spending a lot of time on the front here. So without further ado, first game of the week, we got the Los Angeles Chargers going to the Las Vegas Raiders. we got the Raiders are favorited in that game. I do want to put that out there. Uh, the Chargers are going to be missing possibly a whole lot of pieces there. If, if, if Eckler's out, Hunter Henry's out, Keenan Allen's out, Mike Williams is out, I'm sitting Justin Herbert if I'm a Justin Herbert owner, if all of his weapons are out. Absolutely. I don't think I can trust him. I mean, the the fun part is is that he goes out, he throws the ball, everything else. You may have to sit him and just suffer through that decision because he has no weapons. We don't really know what those other guys are going to do. It's hard enough to start a quarterback or anybody really on a Thursday night unless you're forced to. Uh, if you have another solid option at quarterback and, and Justin Herbert doesn't have all of his options, it would be a strong consideration for me to bench him. Now let's talk about – if everybody, let's act like everybody's healthy just for the sake of this. Uh, you play your Ecklers, you play your Keenan Allens, you probably play your Mike Williams against that suspect Raiders defense. Absolutely. Uh, if they're all there, you definitely start Herbert. You start Derek Carr uh, if you've been riding him to this point. Uh, there's really no defense to be found on either side of the ball. Uh, Josh Jacobs, as long as he doesn't pull another stunt like he did this weekend, where he posts on Instagram that he's that he's healthy but he's not going to play. Um, some people that worked out because they were able to put T.Y. Hilton in instead and got more points. But nonetheless, if you got Jacobs, you're playing him. Um, Darren Waller, you're playing. Um, I really don't think, and barring any injuries, there's anybody I'd sit in this game. Um, no, I don't really see a whole lot of players I would sit. Uh, one name I want to throw out there that could be a little deep dive for Daily Fantasy or maybe if you're desperate in your flex spot, Hunter Hunter Renfro could be a good little sure. spot start there for the Vegas Raiders. Absolutely, definitely. Um, who, who do you think wins and who's your guy? Uh, if everyone's healthy, um, we're going to assume everyone's healthy. I'm going to take the Chargers if everyone's healthy. And my guy is Austin Eckler. He's going to come out. He's going to ball. He's going to show people why he, why he should have been a top ten pick, top ten pick in the in the 
uh, fantasy drafts. Okay, uh, that's that's a valid point. I like it, especially being the owner of Austin Eckler um, in several leagues. I'm going to go on the opposite side of the ball and say that the Raiders will win this game as long as the Raiders can be intelligent and play the way that they have to win games, and that's force-feeding Josh Jacobs to 30 carries. Uh, if Josh Jacobs finds the end zone, this team is very successful. Absolutely. So I will go the opposite way. I'll go the Raiders win with Josh Jacobs having a good day. Okay. okay. First game on Saturday that we have this week is the Buffalo Bills. Saturday football. Saturday football. Saturday football. That means three, four days this week. Yep. So um, you got the Buffalo Bills versus the Denver Broncos. Um, Drew Locke coming off a great performance. Stephon Diggs coming off a huge performance. Um I'm shading the Denver side of this game a little bit. Buffalo's got a pretty good off or defense. Um, Drew Locke could be a good start if you if you have to start him for whatever reason, um, because I do think they're gonna Denver's gonna have to throw quite a bit to keep up with Buffalo. Um, but but it is worth noting Buffalo does have a top ten pass defense. Um, so maybe if you outside of Stephon Diggs, I might sit anything else that's a pass catcher there in Buffalo. Um, I, I, I'm not sitting Josh Allen. I'm definitely not starting any of the running backs in Buffalo. Um, Denver, I'd uh, start Noah Fant and maybe Tim Patrick, Jerry now, Judy. Now, you say you start Noah Fant. If Noah Fant misses a game, would you start Nick Vanette? That's interesting because Drew Locke definitely seems to favor his tight ends pretty considerably. Um, you had Albert O getting – a lot of targets there. Uh, Noah Fant's definitely been his guy. Um, Hell no, Noah Fant was the other guy, or the other quarterback's guy when they threw one completed one pass. True. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably do start Vanette if if I'm short on tight end or or I'm dealing with an injury or I'm I'm just streaming tight ends. Yeah, I'd probably consider giving him a start this week. Um, I I still think Buffalo wins the game, and I don't think you can really. <laughs> give the high score to anybody other than Stephon Diggs at this point. Okay. I'm going to go out. Uh, Denver's had a decent little defense. Um, they're a five-point fa- five, five underdog, Denver is. I like the Buffalo Bills to win the game. I do. I think Josh Allen is the highest uh, scoring player, obviously quarterback. Cole Beasley is another name. He has balled out the last few True, weeks. I he's out there. That. He's getting the targets. He's getting the catches. He does great. Um now I understand uh, AJ Boye for Denver is suspended. No, he is he's Houston. Still, isn't that Houston? Houston had one too, but oh, I'm that pretty was sure AJ, Bradley Roby. Yeah, sure. Yeah, AJ, AJ Boye. Boye. Yeah, Boye got suspended, suspended. also. Yeah, right. So um, uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, or Denver Broncos don't have you know their number one corner. Um, I still like Cole Beasley in this game. Um, I think he could be very very fantasy relevant for the rest of this year. Um, Dawson Knox. Um, Denver's middle of the road against tight ends, but Dawson Knox, I just I don't think I'd play him. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see myself starting any anybody not a stud in this game. Yep. Um, safe to say we're ready to move on. Absolutely, that's not a not a very fantasy relevant it's game not. there. Um, Carolina Panthers versus the Green Bay Packers. There's a chance CMC plays this week. I know he's ready to get back out on the field. A lot of fantasy owners are hoping he makes it back. Uh, to get him for a little boost in scoring for the playoffs, um, Walker, take the lead on this on this game. What do you think? So you got your you got your Green Bay Packers secondary that's been phenomenal this year. Uh, they got the shutdown corner, Jair uh, Alexander, Alexander, and then they got King 
king back there who's done his his thing. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have a young, young defense. They used all their draft picks this year on defensive mm-hmm. players. Now, obviously they're not going to keep up with Devontae Adams. There's nobody in this league that has shown that they can keep up with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a man amongst boys out there sometimes. Now, Start your Aaron Rodgers, start your Devontae Parkers, start your Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones has a very, very big day. I think Green Bay runs away with this game real quick. Um, I just don't see Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't see that uh, receiving core being able to keep up with Green Bay. Yes, Robbie Anderson has that breakaway speed. Uh, DJ Moore might be back. Um, Curtis Samuel, if they're going to stay in this game, it's going to be a lot of trickery and a lot of a lot of fast moving or fast moving options there. I just I think Green Bay runs away. I think it becomes a uh, a blowout game, and I think Green Bay just milks this one away. I don't like starting any Panthers this week because um, Robbie Anderson's going to draw Alexander. I think so. I think whether it's Mike Davis or CMC in the backfield, I'm smashing the start button on either one of them. Green Bay has been very suspect all year against the run. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is a mobile quarterback as well. Um, I could see Green Bay having some trouble with with Carolina in this game being a lot closer than it should be. Um, Let's not forget that a very depleted Detroit Lions team kept up pace with Green Bay, and I fully believe they recovered that onside kick uh, there at the towards the end of the game and should have had a chance to possibly tie or win the game. Um, so I think Carolina, as long as if, if CMC plays, I think Carolina's got a really good chance to be in the game late. Um, but I just have a hard time going against Aaron Rodgers late as well. So I agree. I'm going to go Green Bay and Devontae Adams is the highest score. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yes, Mike Davis and CMC. I'm sorry, I forgot Green Bay has been sub- suspect against the run. Now. I think that they may cue in on that run a lot more this week and force Teddy Bridgewater to throw and beat them. So, Well, Teddy Bridgewater has shown that he can be a top-five quarterback uh, week in and week out if he needs to be. He's got the weapons there to do it. So if Green Bay sells out to stop the run, if CMC's back, I wouldn't be a bit shocked to see Teddy Bridgewater throw for 300 yards. Absolutely. Now, I won't say how many touchdowns versus interceptions he has, <laughs> um, but I could definitely see him throwing for 300 yards. And, and again, I still think – Carolina finds a way to stay in this game uh, up until late. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we got the Texans at the Colts uh, Sunday. Okay. Um, Deshaun Watson, Phillip Rivers, uh, Naeem Hines, Jonathan Taylor. Um, David Johnson's probably not going to be off the COVID list, I wouldn't think, in time. So you probably see Duke Johnson back there. Um. I, I would imagine Brandon Cooks will be back this week. Um, could return week 15, yes, Brandon so Cooks could. Brandon Cooks, Kiki Kuti, uh, Darren Fells, Jordan Akins on that side of the ball. Indy, again, um, the only no-brainer that you have to smash the snort button on for me. Well, John, there's the big names you can't sit, but the only one that's been sitable lately or previously this season that I don't believe is sitable now is T.Y., 
Uh, T.Y. Hilton's liable to go for 3,000 yards and 70 touchdowns this week um, because he's <laughs> feasted on Houston more than he has anybody else in his entire I think you're career. exaggerating just a little there, bit. There just be, a little bit. That may be my hot take of, of the week, cons- similar to your sitting Leonard for <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor is another name that was sittable earlier this year. Yeah. I don't think you can. Damn. He showed away his breakaway speed. I don't, he showed, I don't he, think he you can sit any of the running backs minus Jordan Wilkins there. It's, it's very high possibility. Hines has been one of Philip Rivers' go-to targets on third downs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's Naeem Hines is making guys miss. He's making people is. look silly. That um, is. You know, I, I think Indy. I think Indy's defense is too good. Um, I think Indy wins the game. Um, I, especially with with David Johnson and Will Fuller both being out. Um, Will Fuller on that PED suspension. Um, I, I, I think Houston's going to be missing some weapons that would be able to keep them somewhat close in this game. Indy's defense is just too good, and their offense is finding the rhythm at the right time. Um, I think Indy wins this game, and T.Y. Hilton, I have to go with him, is going to be the MVP of the game. For I, me. I, absolutely. I think Indy wins this game. Um, I don't think you start Duke Johnson, even if he does play and David Johnson's out. That run defense is, is, is pretty ferocious yes, out there. Yes. Um, I think Deshaun Watson, and if you have to, Brandon Cooks, I think Deshaun Watson's the only must start on that side of the ball. Yeah, um, if Brandon Cooks is healthy, I'd consider him a must start as well. Um, a must start as a as a as a low flex. Um, if you got a two flex team, I'd, he'd be my bottom flex. Uh, I'd expect the least out of him. But again, um, they're almost to the point where they're going to call up the ex New England uh, Patriots Walmart cart boys uh, for weapons here, um, Hanson. Uh, would be the the fitting image of a Walmart cart boy that Bill Belichick would love to get his hands on. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So yeah, again, I think we're both agree in agreement that Indy wins uh, pretty easy this week. Um, new, the next game we're going to talk about is New England versus Miami. Hang um, on, hang on. Before you go anywhere, Chad Hansen was demoted back to the practice squad after Week 14. I would say that 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 does indicate that they intend Brandon Cooks to be back this week. Cooks, and then so also Isaiah Coulter might be the other one out there, too. That could be, could be. All right, so New England Patriots uh, versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Again, uh, Devontae Parker and Mike Gisecki are both questionable. Um, You'll have to pay attention to that later on in the week to see if either one of them is available. Uh, It is worth noting that Parker should draw – uh, Stephon Gilmore. Um, I can't really say New England's defense has come out of nowhere here recently. Miami's defense is one of the nastiest in the in the National Football League. I, I'm not sure there's much offensive uh, or fantasy relevancy on either side of the offense um, unless Jacecki and Parker are both able to play. Yeah, I think you're about right. Uh, Jakeem Grant is also another name that, uh, to note that he got banged up in that game. Ladies considered week to week there for Miami. Um, if you're desperate, Lynn Bowden can be could be a play, but that's that's about it on the on the uh, Miami side. I think Tua's going to have a rough day out there because Billichek likes to focus in, and uh, I, I'd start both defenses if I was. Uh, had, had either of them as an option, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hesitate to start either defense this week. Um, everybody knows I've been really rooting for Tua. Um, I do think Tua has a rough week this week as well, um, as far as um, missing weapons, and, and I'm not sure he'll be able to get it get it done against that tough defense. Uh, if I had to pick a team that wins, 
I, I'm going to give the nod to Miami. I just think that they're they have a better opportunity um, to win. And if I was to name an MVP, Brian Flores, the head coach, I guess. I was going to go with the Miami defense. I mean, yeah, I mean, whichever team wins is going to have a, a, as either a defensive or a special teams touchdown this week or a huge play on, on their side of the field where they get the ball back where their field goal kicker can't miss. Absolutely. Uh, there's not a whole lot of starts in that game. Do you start Cam Newton? If you No. Okay. All right. Uh, what you got for the next game? The next game I've got is the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Baltimore Ravens. Let me start before I get into this game by saying I apologize to Lamar Jackson. Uh, I have been an avid Lamar Jackson hater this year. I still am. But when the dude balls out like he did Monday night, it's hard to continue to hate it on him. Um, Jacksonville's starting mustache mania again this week. The um, mustache returns. So you got you got James Robinson, Keelan Cole, um, DJ Chark, possibly Lavisca Chenault. Uh, on the other side of the ball, you got Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews, and uh, Hollywood Brown. Um, I still don't trust Lamar enough as a passer to start a wideout. I think if you drafted Mark Andrews, you're probably in a situation where you have to play him. Um, James Robinson, I'm not sitting. I I don't know if I would have the guts to start any wideout from Jacksonville either unless I really, really, really had to. Um, it wouldn't be something I'd enjoy doing if I had. Um, but just for the sake of picking a winner in this game um, and some fantasy relevancy, I'm going to say Baltimore wins and J.K. Dobbins has his best game as a professional. I was about to come out and say J.K. Dobbins to me is a must-start this week. He's one of my must-hits this week. I think he comes out. I think he takes the reins of that backfield against that weak Jacksonville defense. I think Baltimore finally turns the reins over 100% to him. I still think Gus Edwards will be stealing those red zone carries, which is driving me nuts as a Dobbins owner. But I think J.K. Dobbins will have his best game as a pro. Um, so, and on the Jacksonville side, I don't start anybody besides James Robinson. If I had to pick a receiver to start, I'm starting Keelan Cole because I feel like uh, DJ Chark's going to draw the number one corner, which is uh, Humphrey. Correct me if I'm wrong. It will be Humphrey. So, I think that uh, Keelan Cole might see the most Keelan targets. Keelan Cole will draw Marcus Peters if Humphrey shadows. If DJ Peters Chark. is healthy. I know Peters went down, and I wasn't 100% sure if he came back. If they're both back, both. Keelan Cole and DJ Shark have unfavorable matches. Absolutely, yes. I would not I'm, I would not be starting any of them unless I'm desperate. I'm swerving off of both of them if I if if I have any other any other receiver that I could possibly start. Um the next next game during the noon slate, uh the Detroit Lions versus the Tennessee Titans. Um Matthew Stafford may or may not play. Um Kenny Galladay, who knows at this point with him, he's I don't even know if he still plays football. Um, oh, he's already been ruled out. Has he? Yeah, already been ruled out. Um, why the Detroit Lions did not put that man on the injured reserve is, is unbeknownst to me. Um, DeAndre Swift, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, uh, John U. Smith. There, there's plenty of names. T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, again, if there's any of those guys that you've been starting all year, I probably play them. Um, 
Although I will say if I have TJ Hawkinson or Marvin Jones Jr. Um, or any of these other names similar to that, uh, they're the, pa- the pass catchers from Detroit. Um, I am a little leery of starting them if Matthew Stafford doesn't uh, doesn't play. But again, TJ Hawkinson's a top five tight end. You're probably forced to play him similar to the way you would be forced to play Mark Andrews. Um, I think Tennessee wins the game pretty easily, and I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go outside the box a, a smidge. I think AJ Brown's the MVP this week. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about in this game. I don't. I, I if if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, you don't start anybody besides Hawkinson and Swift. Um, on the other side of the ball, you got the Titans. AJ Brown's a good play. Uh, Derrick Henry is obviously a great play. Um, Ryan Tannehill could be a sneaky play this week too I don't think he's going to have to pass a whole lot uh, Derrick Henry obviously would be my MVP I just think he runs away with it um, But if the game gets out of hand You might see Henry take a little rest time Which you don't see very often But you could um, but There's not a whole lot in this I would start, if Matthew Stafford is out I think I would start the Tennessee defense Just because it is a backup role Chase Daniels is a veteran has shown he can do it in the NFL, but he's still a backup for a reason. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that. And he's going to be missing the number one target there, Kenny Galladay, again. I don't, I don't disagree with that take at all. Um, next game, San Francisco 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Andy Dalton, Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, uh, Nate Mullins, um, Raheem Mostert, Brandon Ayuk. Um, I don't think either defense is quite good enough for me to sit anybody in this game, even though uh, the quarterbacks that are starting are neither one of the two that we would have expected to see um, this year. Um, I, I I think if if you have Brandon Ayuk, you've got to find a way to get him in your lineup this week, especially with Debo out. I think um, with Debo out, Ayuk should never come out of the lineup. I agree. I agree. Um, again, Raheem Mostert should have a good game this week. Um, I think... I want to cling to the fact that I still think Zeke Elliott is going to break out again and have one of his good Zeke games this year. Um, We're running out of games to do it. I don't think Zeke has that huge game this week. I think if Dallas gets it done, it's behind the arm of Andy Dalton. Um, I, I, I think this is a hard game for me to pick. I think I have to give the nod to San Francisco. And I think I'm going to say Raheem Mostert's the MVP. All right, I'm giving the nod to uh, Dallas. I like Dallas in this game. And I am giving the nod to Mr. C.D. Lamb. I think C.D. Lamb comes out and has one of his best games he's had. Um, So, other than that, I mean, yeah, you can't bench any of your Niners. Mostert, Ayuk, you've already hit on it. Start them up, fire it up. Uh, Andy Dalton and CeeDee Lamb, I think, will find a connection this game, and I think it will be a uh, CeeDee Lamb game. Zeke's going to have another rough sledding. I think Zeke's going to have a rough sledding the rest of the year because a lot of teams are just keying in on him. So, um, it'll be interesting um, for those of you that that are following along religiously to the podcast to see how me and Walker's after-season rankings work out um, where some of these running backs who have been guys that have been really disappointing this year or banged up or banged up see where they finish you guys will definitely want to stay tuned for that um but yeah i i, I think um the next game is definitely a little more juicy 
Um, we got the Seattle Seahawks, your Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> versus the uh, Washington Chase Youngs. Um, I, I think we can name them the Chase Youngs. It's it's fair at this point. I don't I don't know that whole Demontez Sweat's been great. The defense, defense. The, maybe it's the just, Washington defense. defense. Maybe you just yeah. call them the Washington defense. They don't even have an offense. Yeah. Don't worry about the zero offense. offensive touchdowns, and they still win the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that 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 Washington, Washington and Miami um, next just for next year. The way they finish the season out, they have to be the top two defenses off the board. Um, I I think San Fran maybe with everybody healthy again next year, you could make an argument for. But this Washington defense and has been nothing short of spectacular. Um, as far as the game goes, obviously Russell's a top five. Russell Wilson's a top five quarterback. You can't sit him. You can't sit Tyler Lockett. You can't sit DK Metcalf. Uh, I I think I would sit Chris Carson this week against that Washington uh, defense. Um, on the other side of the ball, Scary Terry is going to draw a tough matchup with Shaquille Griffin. Um, J.D. McKissick should be covered out of the backfield by Bobby or K.J. Wright. J- uh, Jordan Brooks has been covering the backs okay. back there, the rookie. Well, either way, there's a, there's a good linebacking core there. Uh, I, I don't expect to see if he plays. I, I wouldn't think Antonio Gibson would have a huge day. Um, that defensive line for Seattle's definitely gotten better as of late. Um, I, if, if Dwayne Haskins plays instead of Alex Smith, I think I, sh- I, I swerve off of uh, Scary Terry, which is really hard to say because I, I know we've talked about him being uh, quarterback proof. Um, I, I just... I think Seattle wins this game. I want to say it's a blowout because I don't think Washington will find points offensively. Um, But I also think Washington's defense will keep Seattle out of the end zone a couple of times. Uh, I think Seattle wins, and I'm going to say DK Metcalf's the MVP. So I'm going to hit on this game a little bit more than you, obviously, with my Seahawks being in here. Uh, Yes, definitely. I don't think I would start Chris Carson this week. He does draw an extremely tough matchup. Um, I think that it will be a DK game. Um, now my and now the Washington defense is going to have Russell on the run all game. Um, we, luckily, we got Brandon Shell back there on, on our guard, and we were able to get our line back to in order this past week. And Seattle looked good. Now they did play the Jets. Um, Just glad to see them beat a New York team finally. Uh, yeah. Um, over on the uh, Washington side of the ball, if Dwayne Haskins play, I think the only thing that's startable is Logan Thomas. Yeah, I do fair. like Logan Thomas there. Um, obviously, you're going to probably be forced to start Scary Terry, and good luck. Um, Seattle's not known for shadowing wide receivers, um, unfortunately. I think Griffin would probably be okay doing that against uh, uh, Scary Terry, but um, I think I think Seattle wins. It's going to be a close one. I think with that young defense, I think Russell finds his way to maneuver around them. And I think Russell Wilson is technically going to be the MVP. I know we said no quarterbacks, but I think he's going to have to put his legs to good use this week running from that ferocious line. Okay, fair enough. Um, next game is, is Chicago versus Minnesota. Um, Mitch Trubisky, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson. Um, Minnesota side, you got Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Uh, again, it's worth noting we talked about this the last time these two teams played. Dalvin Cook does not traditionally look good against Chicago. Um, David Montgomery has, has flown on the scene the last two weeks, really. 
Um, Catching some passes. Yeah, Chicago's finally getting him involved a little bit deeper. Um, I I don't think I, – I still don't think even with as bad as Dalvin Cook has, has looked against Chicago, obviously you can't sit him. Absolutely not. Um, I don't think you sit – I really don't think you sit anybody in this game. I think you got to fire up your Irv Smith Jr. if you got him. Um, you know, your Allen Robinsons. Uh, obviously, I, I, I kind of – maybe Daryl Mooney you play – um, as as maybe a possible home run hitter if you ha- if you need one, um, but I I think I think Chicago gets it done and I think David Montgomery carries them and outdoes Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, oof, that one's tough. I like um, I like Minnesota to win the game. I think Kirk Cousins finds Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson's the MVP on this week. Um, now uh, against Chicago last time. It took him 30 attempts, Dalvin Cook, to get 96 yards. He touched that ball 30 times rushing and only got 96 yards. So, once again, lower your expectations. He also had a fumble against them. Um, the Chicago's the Bears defense ain't no joke. They're still in the playoff hunt. Absolutely. And I think that defense is going to step their game up one more time. I like Mitch Trubisky in this game. I really do. And I think that he might really help lead that team him and him and Montgomery could really lead that team to beating the Minnesota Vikings. But I think the Vikings win. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Mitch and, and Montgomery take that team to the dub. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the last game of the noon games uh, is Tampa Bay versus Atlanta. Um, Tom Brady, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, um, Man, I don't even want to say his name is fantasy relevant, but Matt Ryan, um, Todd Gurley, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones if he plays, Hayden Hurst. Um, That Tampa Bay defense is significantly better than the Atlanta defense. Um, I definitely definitely think, um, again, similar to to, to what we said with some of the other games, especially on the Tampa Bay side, you can't sit anybody – if you've been riding them, um, uh, I think you have to get Calvin Ridley out there. Uh, obviously, you can't sit Julio Jones either. Um, Todd Gurley, I probably wouldn't start this week. Um, it'd be a tough decision to bench him, but but if I had some other guys that had more favorable matchups, I'd probably consider it. Um, I, I think Tampa Bay, unfortunately, wins the game. And uh, I'm going to go out just to drive Walker nuts and say Leonard Fournette's the reason they do so. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. Hot take, Mr. Leonard Fournette. Um, I think Atlanta wins the game. Um, I actually think the Falcons come out. Uh, divisional matchup. Matt Ryan normally does pretty pretty good against his division foes. Um, so I like, I like Atlanta to maybe pull the upset here. Um, and if they're going to do it, they're going to have to do it on the hands and the feet and the skills of Calvin Ridley. I love Calvin Ridley in this game, even though Tampa Bay does have uh, tough tough corners. But I think Atlanta somehow sneaks this one out. And another name that could be fantasy relevant, Hayden Hurst could be the guy over the middle that may have to pick up some slack there. Yeah, he's he's been a disappearing act uh, uh, several times here in the last part of the season. Um, Matt Ryan's not looking his way for whatever reason. It seems like Matt Ryan would rather throw to the other team. 
um, than he would um, Hayden Hurst for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, should be a, should be a fun game to watch. Um, you do have two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks playing in that game, even if one of them's not playing that way right now. Um, but yeah, I, I still think as a Falcons fan who's who's suffered through enough losses this week, I'm going to brace myself for another one. Let's go ahead and get right into the three o'clock games. Uh, you got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, it's so nice and refreshing to not have to say Carson Wentz's name as a starter. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, uh, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, uh, Jalen Rager, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Arizona side. You got. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, Dan Arnold. Um, There's several big names in this game. Um, I I think you start start everybody in this game. Maybe maybe shy away from the Philadelphia wideouts um, in favor of their tight ends this week. Uh, um, Patrick Peterson and Buda Baker are still – playing great football that that front seven there in Arizona was was fantastic just this last week um so I, I tend I tend to think um Arizona wins the game and I I think Kyler Murray does a good job of spreading the ball around this week I, I I'm gonna say that the MVP of the game is the pass catchers for the Arizona uh game uh Arizona Cardinals I think there's three receiving touchdowns but I think they're all by different people. Um, I think Kyler Murray spreads it around enough that, that, that they uh, they get it done. I also do think it's worth noting that I think Miles Sanders, uh, after his performance last week, um, I've been telling Walker for quite a while in our dynasty uh, not to move off of Miles Sanders until he saw what he had with Jalen Hurts starting, and I think Miles Sanders showed us what he's going to do. Granted, I don't expect him to have an 80-yard touchdown um, every week, but um, I do think he'll have a more increased role and uh, – Definitely be a guy you can't sit moving forward. I like Philly in this game. I think Philly pulls another upset. I think that uh, Hertz has enough mobility to get around and out of there. Uh, I think Miles Sanders might be your MVP this week, although it is a uh, tough matchup against a, a good rush defense. Um, I do. I like Philly to pull this upset. Now, this may just me be me being a homer needing you know Arizona to keep on losing, but uh, I do like Philly in this game here. And I, I think, I think you hit the head or nail on the head with uh, bench all your uh, Philly receivers because you don't really know where Hertz is going to throw the yeah, ball. I absolutely. think he's going to throw it. I think he's going to throw it with some accuracy and have some good success. But you haven't figured out who his love is yet. I think his tight ends get the most love this week. I, I agree. I, I, I do think if it's going to be either of the tight ends, it's probably Dallas Goddard uh, more so than Zach Ertz. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see who Jalen Hurts builds his, his chemistry with early. Absolutely. Um, next game of the three o'clock slate, you got the New York Giants looking, or the New York Jets, excuse me, New York Jets looking for their first win, still against the Los Angeles Rams. They don't find it again this week. That Rams defense is still right there with the best of them. Um, Sam Darnold, Jamison Crowder. Um, I, I'm I'm sitting anything in a green jersey this weekend in that game. I'm starting Cooper Cup. I'm starting Robert Woods. I'm starting Cam Akers. I'm starting Jared Goff. I'm uh, starting Josh Reynolds. Probably starting Josh Reynolds. Probably starting Tyler Higby. Um, I, I don't think you're sitting anything on that Los Angeles side of the ball. You're definitely firing up your Rams defense if you got it. Um, the Rams win this game in, in an absolute blowout. 
And uh, I got to go with Cam Akers as the guy. I'm just going to say it. I want the Jets to win. I want them to win. They're not going to, but I want them to win. We all want them to win. That way the Jacksonville Jaguars can select Trevor Lawrence number one next year. I want them to win. That way Seattle moves back into number one in their division if we win. If Seattle Uh, doesn't lose to the other New York team, they're still number one. uh, uh, But, no, I think the Rams win. I think the Rams blow them out. I think Jared Goff's a great start this week. Um, Yeah, I I I think Cam Akers is the way to go. Yeah, the uh, Cam Akers is the place to be. Absolutely, uh, not much needs to be said about that game. This next game, the last game of the three o'clock slate, is the one that I am most fired up about. Yummy, yummy, yummy! The Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints, the two best teams from each conference. A possible Super Bowl preview, maybe. Um, do you sit? Is there any possible? Is there any way you can sit, sit anybody on either side of the ball? Because I don't think that we need to spend much time talking about whether you sit anybody or not. Well, don't don't take a jab at me, but I I don't think I would start Latavius Murray. I think Kamara's back. I, and- I think Kamara's back. No, I, that's fair. Latavius <laughs> Murray's had some fantasy relevancy here lately. Uh, it does appear that that uh, Alvin Kamara is finding his groove a little bit, and him and him and Taysom Hill are getting into a little bit of a rhythm. Um, maybe Emmanuel Sanders. I, I I stay away from. Maybe Jared Cook. Sammy Watkins. I obviously would stay away from too. Um, I don't know. I don't like starting any pass catcher in Kansas City outside of Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, although it always seems one of them finds the end zone. Which Whether it's Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, there's there's 100 names back there. Um, I mean, do if you, you want to throw CH, a CH, yes. Do you? Yes. I think New Orleans' defense is tough enough that maybe – at least on the ground, they hold CEH in check. I think you start CEH for dump-off passes because that rush is pretty deadly. And you definitely have to get a little pressure on Patrick Mahomes if you're going to get it. Look at what Miami just did to make him throw three interceptions. They were in his face a lot. Uh, he took a 30-yard sack in that game, um, which is almost unheard of unless you're playing Madden. Um, I, I Or if you're the uh, Cleveland Browns. True, they did do that last night as well. <laughs> um, I... This game's tough for me to pick. It's really hard to go against Patrick Mahomes. But being an NFC guy myself, I'm going to say that the New Orleans Saints get it done. Kansas City has looked bored at times, possibly. Um, just kind of going through the motions till they get to the playoffs. I think Michael Thomas is the guy this week. I, it's hard to put fit much faith in Taysom Hill as a passer, but I'm going to do it and say that that Michael Thomas has, a, has his best game of the season this week. So I'm taking Kansas City. I think Kansas City comes out, shows that they were bored in these other games, and Patrick Mahomes gets back on it. Now, here's my question for you. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore is going to draw Tyreek Hill. So is, is Tyreek Hill going to do Tyreek Hill things with that good of a corner on him? Well, let's just say there's not a corner in the NFL that's going to keep up step for step with Tyreek Hill and if there ever was a quarterback to get it behind the defense against any defense, it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I, I, I definitely think there'll be the opportunity. Now, now whether that opportunity hits or not, is, is it's like playing a lottery scratcher. You never know whether you're going to win or not, um, but it's definitely something a lot of people invest in and play. So I think it's uh, definitely uh, Tyreek Hill is a definite start in my book. Um, he may not be 
that that sixty point point guy you saw a few weeks back. Right. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him get five receptions for over a hundred yards. Now I know you're going to hate what I have to say. I think because uh, you do play against him there in your semis. I think Travis Kelsey's the MVP of that game. That's not a bad call at all. Travis Travis Kelsey should have uh, the best game there because I, I don't see. Quan Alexander or Thomas Davis being able to keep up with Travis Kelsey there from from New Orleans. I, I think that's a fair take. Moving right along, uh, Sunday night you got the Cleveland Browns versus the New York Giants. The Cleveland Browns have been hot, firing on all cylinders offensively. No defense really, so to speak of. Uh, the New York Giants is quite the opposite. Great defense, really no offense to speak of. Um I, I think I'm starting Jarvis Landry. Obviously, I'm starting Nick Chubb, probably Kareem Hunt as well. Um, Baker, Baker's performances of, of late have almost been good enough to where you can't sit him um, if you roster him and don't have a top five guy to play in front of him. He's just been doing too well. Um, other side of the ball, I'm, I'm, I'm shying away from, from – well, real, no, I'm really not. If I same situation, Daniel Jones is going up against a relatively uh, uh, middle of the road defense against the pass. I'm probably starting Daniel Jones if I absolutely have to. Probably starting Darius Slayton if I absolutely have to. Sterling Shepard if I have to. Um, Wayne Gallman has probably earned the right to be in my lineup if uh, um, if I have him. I do think Cleveland wins, and I, I do think Nick Chubb's the MVP. Yeah, I think Cleveland wins. I, I like the Daniel Jones start. Um, I Like you said, I think Wayne Gallman's found his way to stay in a lineup. Um, he had a rough going last week. He still ended up with double-digit fantasy points. Um, yeah, I, I think the Browns do pretty well at keeping New York's offense down like they have been. Um, but – Daniel Jones has shown the ability to scramble. And Lamar Jackson just picked him apart scrambling. I'm not saying Daniel Jones by any means is as good as Lamar. But I think Daniel Jones could have a lot of fantasy relevancy with uh, with his legs this week. Yeah, I, I, that, I think the Browns win, and I think I, I think Jarvis Landry is actually the MVP this week. That's a hot take. I like it. I like Jarvis Landry this week. Um, last game of the week, Monday Night Football, um, Pittsburgh Steelers versus game Cincinnati Bengals. Um, obviously, Pittsburgh-wise, you're, you're starting James Conner, you're starting Juju, you're starting Chase Claypool, um, probably Ben Roethlisberger. Um, on the flip side, if Mixon's not back, I'm sitting Giovanni Bernard. If Mixon's back, I have to play him. I'm sitting Giovanni Bernard, even if Mixon's back, if I have the option. Yeah, Giovanni hasn't done yeah, well, if G, if Mixon's back, Giovanni's irrelevant. T. Higgins, I probably have to find a way to start, and possibly A.J. Green, who's looked decent here lately. Um, but it, it is worth noting, again, that Pittsburgh's come off of back-to-back losses after starting 11-0. and um, I think Pittsburgh demolishes Cincinnati in a prove-it game. Um, I... I think James Conner is the MVP of this game for me. Um, I think they're going to the Pittsburgh is going to be up early and just salt the game away with James Conner. Now, end of that game, Brandon Allen is banged up and questionable. Um, if Ryan Finley starts, I don't know if I start anything on the Cincinnati side of the ball. Um, that would be their third string quarterback. 
I don't think I could trust anybody on that side of the ball. I do think Pittsburgh runs away with this, and I think James Conner has a big game, and I think you see all three of those back. I think Conner has a huge game, and I see, think you see Snell and McFarland have a decent game too because I do think they just salt that game away. All right, so we got like two minutes left to kill here. Um, so, Walker, I'm going to ask you at each position to give me your top scorer, top scoring quarterback, your top scoring running back, and your top scoring wideout real quick. Tell me what you think. Uh, top scoring quarterback, Jared Goff. Okay. Top scoring running back. That's a tough one. Um, if CMC's back, I, I obviously am going to go with CMC against Green Bay. But since I don't think he's back, top scoring running back, Austin Eckler gets it done on Thursday. Uh, top, scoring, top scoring wide receiver, I said at the beginning of the year, pre-draft, everything else. Devontae Adams is the number one wide receiver in the NFL fantasy-wise this year, and he has shown that. Had he not missed any games, I think he would be by far head and shoulders above the rest of the wide receivers. Um, so Devontae Adams is my number one. Tight end, I want to go out. I want to say tight end. Dan Arnold, I think, finds the end zone twice this week. All right, I like it. Um, my top scoring quarterback this week, uh, I'm going to go out a little bit further on a limb than you did. Uh, I think Phillip Rivers is the top scoring quarterback this week. Um, they, like I said, that team, that, that Indianapolis team's had a lot of success against Houston. Uh, I, it's hard for me to, to, to go against anything uh, for running back other than Derrick Henry right now. So I think Derrick Henry is your, your number one running back this week, especially against a, a beat-down Detroit team uh, who has yet to win a game after firing their head coach, um, coming off a huge letdown against Green Bay, a division rival last week. I think your number one scoring wideout is DK Metcalf. And as far as your number one scoring tight end goes, um, I, I'm going to try try to be uh, a little different here and go away from Travis Kelsey because it would be so easy to say it's Travis Kelsey. Um, I'm going to say Rob Gronkowski is the number one scoring um, tight end this week uh, there in that game against Atlanta. Um, again, it's it's middle of playoff time. Um, it's it's championship week push. Got a win to get in. Um, if you have any questions, please hit us up on that Facebook page. Um, we will be quick to respond uh, and give you all the, the best insights that we can as far as um, your question. Um, good luck to everybody again this week. Um, we definitely, again, we said it last week, if you win a championship and you're an avid listener of the podcast, we want to see you post up a picture with your first place team on the page. Um, you can post it with your last place team if you got a last place trophy. Walker, you can do that in a few le- few leagues. I have a feeling I might be doing it in our league if Gronk's going to be the number one tight end. Well, Gronk's got a chance, um, especially against that weak Atlanta, Atlanta defense. <laughs> uh, but, it, but nonetheless, um, as always, stay hungry. Stay fat, my friends.